Hello, and welcome to this episode of Linux Tech and Hacker Culture. Today, this podcast is titled, What Happened to Cloud Privacy? Or maybe better titled, How Can We Have Cloud Privacy? <laughs> this is an introdu- introduction to Nextcloud as we progress, but first, let's get a little meta, talk about our ideologies. You know, this is what we do, talk about why something's important and then or why it matters and then get into the thing itself as you all know i'm an advocate for freedom and privacy since my nerd level is so high this leaks into my love of technology what you may not know is that i did not graduate with a degree in computer science it was political science with a minor in music weird yes but i love technology i've always loved technology and i am passionate and while I was at university, I wanted a challenge of learning something new. I believe this was the desired path for me, or else I may not be as passionate about freedom and privacy in our new technologies today. I did go to college originally for uh, a computer forensics degree, and I, I wanted to, like I said, learn something new. Technology and computers is my passion. I knew that no matter what I did in school, I would always keep doing computers, learning at my own pace, which is which was often faster than what I was learning in a classroom. I learned, my, I taught myself programming, and being in a programming class was very weird for me to hear that you know it has to be done this certain way when I wanted to do it a different way, and it was hard for me to do that. Um, so maybe I was clashing a little bit with my professors in the computer science degree. Maybe I wanted to learn something new. Either way, here we are today. I'm a trained political scientist and musician, but self-taught and self-passionate technologist, and I always will be. Technology is my first and foremost passion. I don't really care about politics, and I do care about music, but I don't play it anymore. But I'm glad I know it for these reasons. So what does it have to do with cloud? A lot of things, to be honest. We hear about ISPs doing shady things or a company leaking data like Equifax all the time. This is good, hear me out, uh, because it helps keep people privacy-focused and privacy-minded, if only for a short while. What we don't see a lot about is cloud computing and file storage. These services like Dropbox, Google Drive, and Apple iCloud, these services are super convenient and save us a lot of hassle when we need to share a file between several of our devices. This convenience comes at a price even if you are only on the free plan. When you trust another entity with your files, your files will always, uh, this will always put you at risk. In the contracts we don't read are many stipulations about your data our data and what you let them do with it the only the only way to be sure your data stays private and is not being used by these companies is to to encrypt every file before uploading most people don't even understand how to encrypt their data let alone go through that process every time they want to upload if you want a crash course in encryption and pgp check out my my podcast i did a few episodes back maybe closer to 10 or more episodes back at this point where i cover the topic about PGP and Keybase, 
it's one of the better ones, or better ones, one of the most listened ones. So go check it out. It's easy to find. You may ask, why even bother about all of this? There is no way we can drop these services at this point since they are far too ingrained in our life. We need to bother with this, though, or it will only get worse as our technology improves. We have the ability to live a life of digital privacy, one that is on our terms with free and open source software. We can use devices without Google, watch videos without YouTube, or socialize without Facebook. But we have to make the choice. No one else can stand up but you. Cloud storage is no different for the privacy of your data. You may have nothing to hide as as don't as don't I or as do I. But we still need our personal files to stay personal. When one of these services gets, gets cracked, the attacker has the ability to take any file they want. The more you store, the more information they now have on you. This makes identity theft easier. Then we have events like Apple, Apple's iCloud. Uh, when it was cracked, and many female celebrities' personal photos were leaked onto the web, showing what they thought only their significant other was ever going to see. There will always be something you don't want available for the world to see. Even if the data is not some sexy photo or illegal activity, it will be something else. So that all being said, this one of these solutions is NextCloud. NextCloud is the solution to all the major players in the cloud storage space. It is an open source project that aims to give you back the control of your data while bringing the same functionality you get with services from Google, Dropbox, and Apple iCloud. There are several ways to use NextCloud and we will cover some of them here. You have to set up NextCloud. One way to use NextCloud is to host it on an old computer or home server like I do. This is the hands-on approach. You will need to set up a LAMP stack server and allow the server access over SSL. If you don't know what LAMP or SSL is, you might want to go with the other option. Because this is but this is not the podcast to walk you through those things. The other option is to buy hosting from a company that will get Nextcloud set up for you. On the website for Nextcloud, you will find the host that they recommend. I also recall there being devices that are sold with Nextcloud, Nextcloud pre-installed where all you have to do is plug it into your network. So what features does Nextcloud have? Well, the first and foremost is the file synchronization and file sharing. This is the Dropbox and Google Drive-like feature where you can upload files to, sh uh, to share or store them. You can also have a folder on your computer that stays up to date with a copy of the desired Folder, uh, desired files or folders within Nextcloud itself. This makes it easy to keep files up to date across several machines. There's also collaboration, uh, a collaboration application that can be used in Nextcloud. There's a ton of apps, and this one is one like Google Draw, Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google Slides, etc. And it's called Collabora. C O L L A B O R A. While this is not made by Nextcloud, the ability to integrate, integrate it into Nextcloud exists, allowing multiple people to work on a document at the same time. You can also create guest accounts that only have access to a few folders, and they also can help edit these files in Collabora.
Colabora is a separate project as well, so you can go on their website. I think it's Colabora.com, or you just look up on the internet, and you'll find um, they do have their own services as well. But they made apps that, that tie into Nextcloud, so that's pretty cool. Nextcloud also has video chat. It is built in audio and video. I use this, and it works well. I I would even go as far to say that it works better than Skype on my machine. It is a very smooth experience with the ability to share a link to anyone you want to join in on the call. Their video chat is a great alternative if you want to deny the big companies the ability to save your conversations, eavesdrop on them, etc., uh, etc. Et you can also sync your contacts on Nextcloud. This is a nice, uh, a nice little portal that they have that you can keep your phone numbers and emails up to date. I'm using this since I did de-Google my phone. There's an episode on that uh, earlier episode, one of the new, one of the first ones, I believe. Um, and I cannot sync my contact using Google anymore because I don't have Google Play services. It's a it's a drawback, but this works, and it works well. Um, I've only had a few major issues, but that was with the app I have to use to sync my contacts from Nextcloud to my phone and not Nextcloud itself. This this all just scratches the surface of what Nextcloud can do. Other apps include notes and calendars and circles and friends that use Nextcloud. Or the circles are your friends that you that use Nextcloud, just like Google uh, Google Plus. There's even automatic photo uploading. I use this myself. So if you have the Nextcloud app on your phone, which works fine without Google Play services. Um, you can have you can set it up so that you say, hey, Nextcloud, whenever I take a new photo or whenever a new photo is added to this particular folder, please automatically upload it to my server and put it in this folder with this format. What I do is I say anytime I pick a picture, it, um, which it ends up in the, the you know photos folder that the default photo folder for my camera, I say, hey Nextcloud, take that photo or any photo that is there and automatically upload it. Uh, to a folder that is uh, the year first, then the month, and then inside there have the photos for that month. Super convenient. Uh, I used to use Google Photos until I couldn't because I don't have Google Play services on my phone anymore. And this is a great option. Um, I'm able to get them, take the picture, and within a minute or two, it is on the server that I host myself, and I can log in anywhere online and look look at it, download it, and use it. Very convenient. There's also a notes application that's, that you can use on your phone. This is very similar to something like Google Keep. And I use this almost daily. Um, I actually have my workouts, my workout schedule routine on this, this program. It uses Markdown, which is super great. Um, you can toggle between edit mode and view mode. So, you, you know, if you use Markdown and then you press the view mode, you can see all the formatting. Super awesome. Um, and it's very useful. It syncs very quickly. Um, obviously, the faster your internet is, the faster it will sync, but it's just text files being a notes application, and so it's very quick to do so. Uh, some other options I use is the uh, is other option. Another option I use is the calendar. So since I can't use Google Calendar anymore, I am using a different calendar app that I got from F-Droid that syncs up with my calendar in Nextcloud using uh, what's called DavDroid. DavDroid is another application that allows me to sync my Nextcloud contacts and calendars, uh, I think tasks as well, with my phone. And if I make an edit on my phone, either in the calendar or in the contacts, it automatically changes it on the server as a backup. Super nice, super convenient. 
Basically, you're doing everything that Google does, but you're doing it yourself. This does have a high level of involvement, um, and if you're not going, if you don't want to be as intense as I have been with the no Google services on your phone, so you have to do it all yourself. Um, Nextcloud is still a great, still a great option to host your files if you don't want any company having the ability to check out what you're doing. And in a upcoming release of Nextcloud, um, as I say this, they are going to be in, in, including end-to-end -end encryption. So by default, by default that is, um, so that it's much more secure out the box. It does take a little bit of work to get Nextcloud set up, um, and so if you are going to do it by yourself, have a good, a good afternoon to you uh, or evening, and just sit down and just plug away at it. Um, there's a lot of finagling that needs to be done in order to get it to be as secure as it possibly can be using SSL and such. And think some as like a header, a header I had to change somewhere too. Like it, it was a, it was a, it was a challenge, but it. Yeah, once it's done, it's done. Like I don't do anything now. I'm doing it. It'll say, "Hey, you have an update." Click a button, does the update. Super easy, and uh, it's all. Once it's set up, it's set up forever, and until, unless you obviously delete it, uh, so it's it's convenient. It's it's a lot of upfront work, a lot of overhead to do. Thanks for listening so much. I appreciate it. In the next episode, we're talking about a different program, an alternative program to this Nextcloud. While it's not Nextcloud esque like can't do as much as Nextcloud, it's still a really cool option uh, for file sharing and uh, retrieving your data from other places. So stay tuned for that as well. Thank you so much for listening. As always, there is a Patreon at patreon.com slash JRSwab if you want to uh, support this endeavor. If not, that's cool too. No big deal. Um, I do have Bitcoin addresses and such like that. So if you want to donate that way, let me know via, um, I don't know, something you know, just get in touch with me. I'm everywhere. You know that. And uh, thanks, thanks everyone for who has listened. Um, we've been, we've been breaking, breaking a breaking a thousand listens every 24 hours across all of the all of these podcasts. And when I started doing this, I never expected to be having a thousand ears on my voice for this podcast across all podcasts. So that's very humbling, and I and I'm very honored that you that you listen and you tune in here and if you hear if you hear every episode you're the coolest and i appreciate your time thank you so much remember guys and gals stay nerdy